Welcome to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette, with your host Steve Garrett, MC and DJ at one of the largest Corvette weekends in the country, Corvette Fun Fest, president of the Corvette Club of Kansas City, Missouri, and radio disc jockey at the number one radio station in Kansas City for over 40 years. Here's Steve Garrett. Thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. I appreciate you tuning in. You can listen to Corvette Today on all podcast platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, also on Pandora, Stitcher, Audible, and many, many more. You can also listen on your smart device. Just say Alexa or Hey Google, play the podcast called Corvette Today, and you're connected. Also, visit the Corvette Today website. It's www.corvettetodaypodcast.com. You can also sign up for Corvette Today notifications, updates, and information at corvettetoday.ck.page. And don't forget, join the Corvette Today Facebook group. We have over 1,900 members right now. I'd love to have you as a member as well. First, let me thank our flagship sponsors of Corvette Today, Haltech Systems. Haltech makes the best cold air intake with world-class performance for your C5, C6, C7, and C8 Corvette. It's the quickest and fastest intake with no cutting or hacking. It's just plug-and-play and no throwing codes. Get your special Corvette Today discount of 11% off with the code CT11 online at HaltechSystems.com or call them at 262-965-4300. That's 11% off at H-A-L-L. T-E-C-H systems.com or 262-965-4300 and get your Corvette Today discount. Also, midenginecorvetteforum.com. If you'd like to join this new vibrant forum that focuses on the new mid-engine C8 Corvette, it's free to join this friendly community. You'll find a lot of fellow Corvette enthusiasts like yourself at midenginecorvetteforum.com. Also, a shout out to canadiancorvetteforum.com, welcoming Corvette enthusiasts from around the world. It's time to get the latest Corvette news and headlines with our buddy Keith Cornett from CorvetteBlogger.com. As you know, Keith is a regular guest. He's here every other week to keep you up on what's going on in the world of Corvette. Keith, happy 2021. How's the year starting off? Hey, things are going very well so far. I think we're pretty happy with what we're seeing coming out of the plant. There are still working two shifts, but not tons of cars. Good. So yeah, I'd say things are really good right now. We've got Corvette Racing going to uh, Daytona for the Rolex 24. We've got all kinds of stuff going on. So yeah, I'd say things are good right now. And we're going to cover it all. As a matter of fact, we got some really interesting stuff in our news segment. First of all, General Motors Vice President Steve Hill says that C8 buyers, most of them are new to Corvette, and they're wealthier than the C7 customers. What do you think of that, Keith? It's pretty interesting. We know that when the C8 came out, obviously with the new mid-engine, it's raised a lot of eyebrows. A lot of people that are used to buying exotic cars basically stood up and took a look at the Corvette, and they've really liked what they've seen. So this meeting was attended by GM Authority. They got some pretty good demographic information out of it. So Steve Hill says that two out of three buyers are new to Corvette, which, again, just really blows my mind because I know how many C7 Corvette owners were on list and they wanted the car. And I know so many Corvette owners that have upgraded from the C7 to C8. Right. So to say that that's only one third of that universe is pretty amazing. Now, they could be counting all kinds of orders. They could be counting orders that have already been submitted for 2021 that haven't been produced yet. So there could be some other things in there, but it all bodes well for Chevrolet is because this is what they wanted. They wanted a younger demographic. They wanted these Porsche buyers. That's what they got. 
These guys are cross-shopping Porsches to look at the Corvette mid-engine. So I'd say that it's moving forward exactly where they want it to go. And then again, in terms of their higher income, we do see that always in the first generation. You know, people are buying the upper level trims. The 3LT trim was the top trim in 2020. So they're coming, they're spending their money on the Corvette. The plan, I think, by General Motors is working. I think that was really great news. And if those numbers are truly correct, more power to them. And staying with the C8, Keith, the high wing spoiler for the C8 is back online and available at Chevrolet.com. Exactly. Now, we've been waiting for this for a while because this was a really popular option. Back in March, it got constrained. And then with COVID, it just basically got canceled out. Instead of holding up orders, they just stripped it from all orders. They kind of gave us a, you know, it'll be back, just wait. And now it is up on Chevrolet.com. If you go to Chevrolet.com and then the accessories, you'll see it in there. And then you can ship it to your local dealer for free. So the cost is $9.95. There's four colors available, black, shadow gray, torch red, and arctic white. There is a charge to have it installed on your car. But we've heard that some dealers are actually including that in PDI or the cost is fairly low, like around $160, $175. Nice. Well, that's good to hear, especially for C8 owners that wanted it and didn't get it. But now they can go back to Chevrolet.com and order it. And the thing is that if you've got a car on order, go ahead and get it now, ship it to your dealer. And so that when the car arrives, they can just put it on as a part of the PDI process and then you're good to go. But if you get it afterwards, it's not that long of an install, especially if you have the Z51 because it just uses the same bolts, the mounting bolts. But yeah, if you get it in advance, you'll be happy and ready to go when you pick up your car. And hardtop convertibles are really, really hot right now too. Yeah, this doesn't surprise anybody, I think. Back in C7, we consistently saw convertibles go anywhere, you know, 13, 15% of total production, maybe in a good year, 17%. But the hardtop convertibles really changed all that. I think people like having the hardtop. It's a different look than the coupe. So some people like that as well. And of course, the biggest thing is that there's no compromises anymore. If you put the top down, you're not taking up trunk space. So therefore, you can pack for those road trips and still get the full use of out of all the storage and be able to put the top up and down when you want to. I think Harlan Charles responded to an email saying that they're seeing 35 to 40% now of all Corvettes are the hardtop convertible. So again, that adds $7,500 to the base price. Again, it just reinforces the opinion that people are willing to pay for something if they really like it and they really like this hardtop convertible. I love the hardtop convertible. Just know that if you're ordering, number one, you lose the glass to see the engine. And when the hardtop is down, you don't have the camera in the mirror for the rear view mirror. You just have the regular rear view mirror. You don't have that camera look from that rear view mirror. Yeah, there's a few trade-offs, but they're minor. For me, it's like, great, I don't have to detail the engine bay every time I go out <laughs> if you got that glass there. I do like that rear window that you can put up or down, whether or not the top is up or down, too. So there are pros and cons, and people will figure out what they really want. My decision, I would have the convertible if I had a choice. I think you're right, and I think for the first time, Keith, I would go with that, too, because those hardtop convertibles look fantastic. Let's talk more about the National Corvette Museum. I know that the president and CEO, Sean Preston, has stepped aside. What's going on with that? Yeah, this was unexpected. He'd been on the job for 19 months or so, but apparently some things were going on internally. The board obviously wasn't happy and decided to go ahead and just make a change. So obviously we wish Sean the best and his family the best. And hopefully they'll bring in somebody that really has the shared vision of the board and the museum in mind when they bring in the new CEO. So there's a nationwide search going on right now. 
We'll just have to kind of wait and see. In the meantime, they have a former board member. His name is Jack Matukas. He's going to be leading as an interim basis. Great. Well, at least we got some leadership there and from previous experience as well. Exactly. Also, we had a C8 owner report that he had overheating issues. Is this something that's going to be a trend or is this an isolated incident? My feeling is this is isolated. Obviously, we've had 20,000 Corvettes out there from 2020, and this is really the first time we've heard of an overheating issue. We carried it because he was showing his car overheating. He's had a couple mods. He's got a cat-back exhaust on his car. He had to have some transmission work done because I believe it was leaking fluid. Oh. Not major mods, but significant enough that there was things going on, and he was saying at idle at 50 degrees, he was seeing temps at 210 and even spiking up to 240. Whoa. The belief is a faulty sensor or faulty thermostat, or he could have some air bubbles in the system, which is also causing it. We're going to be waiting for his next video, and uh, as soon as we know more, we'll bring that out. Well, and hopefully that'll be a quick fix if it's just a thermostat or something like that. Yeah, I don't think it's anything that really we have to be concerned about. The magazines have been driving these cars hard. They were driven hard all summer. Right. We follow a couple of YouTubers, Speed Phenom, races all summer long, never any overheating issues. So I'd say we're good. I believe this is a one-off, but it's just, again, something we like to watch. And finally, in our news and headlines segment, the first 1967 L88 Corvette sold at Mecham Kissimmee for $2.5 million. Wow. It's been a little while since we've seen the uh, 1967 L88s actually sell at auction. This Tony DeLorenzo racer has been offered for several years now, so it is finally good to see. But back in 2013, we saw one for sale for $3.2 million, and then immediately in 2014, we saw one sell for $3.74 million. So this car getting $2.5 million, this is the very first 1967 L88 and again, it was raced by Tony DeLorenzo, so it was put into a racing configuration. I think the windshield was chopped and all that stuff. And then it was eventually restored back to its factory showroom condition. So it's great to see big money for this car. This is a special car, driven obviously by Tony DeLorenzo. So it's good to see big money returning to the 67 L88s. Absolutely right. Keith, let's take our first break. And then coming up in segment number two, we're going to talk about racing. And we've got a lot of stuff to talk about on racing in Corvette today. If you're looking for top quality aftermarket parts for your C2 through C7, and especially your new C8 Corvette, look no further than Apsis USA. We are a leader in aftermarket parts, especially parts made in carbon fiber. Whether it's for your interior, exterior, or engine bay, Apsis USA can custom make nearly any part you want in leather, carbon fiber, or carbon flash. Plus, we have custom parts for your new C8 Corvette that no other company has. Visit our website at apsisusa.com. Or call toll-free at 1-800-68-APSIS. That's 1-800-682-7747. Call and get the special Corvette Today discount of 10% off your order. We'll help you customize your Corvette to give it that one-of-a-kind look. So when you want the best, look to the leader in aftermarket interior, exterior, and engine bay parts for your Corvette. APSIS USA at APSISUSA.com. Don't forget, call today and get your 10% discount when you mention the Corvette Today podcast. KC Trends Motorsports has been the Midwest's largest custom wheel superstore for over 25 years. They specialize in C8 wheel fitments from the top brands in the industry like HRE, Vossen, ADV1, Avant-Garde, and more. They ship daily from their Kansas City location to all upper 48 states with the best pricing and inventory in the country. 
need tires? Casey Trends Motorsports has you covered. They have tires in stock from Michelin and Pirelli. Plus, they can help you with a customized wheel and tire combo for your Corvette to truly make it one of a kind. And if you need wheel ideas, no problem. Simply go online to caseytrends.com for their car and wheel visualizer. See the wheels on your Corvette before you purchase. Also, there's dozens of wheels and tire combo pictures to look through online to spur your imagination. And their expert staff is there to help you with wheel and tire sizing and offsets for your C6, C7, and C8 Corvette. Visit them online at caseytrends.com. See them on Facebook and Instagram. Make any Corvette a one-of-a-kind with KC Trends Motorsports. Call them toll-free, 877-962-5200. KC Trends Motorsports. You're listening to the Corvette Today Podcast with Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me today, as we do every other week, is Keith Cornett from CorvetteBlogger.com. We keep you up on the latest news and headlines in the world of Corvette. In this segment, segment number two, we're going to talk about racing and rumors. And Keith, we've got a lot to cover in the racing section for Corvette Racing. First, Laura Wontrop Klosser has been named the new sports car racing manager for Corvette. That's a big deal. It is. And we see what the motorsports program is doing here is they're doing their own attempt at unifying. She was actually overseeing the Cadillac DPI programs for the last four years, oh. as well as the IMSA Camaro GT4 program. So she's very well acquainted. Obviously, she's got the engineering creds to her credit. But with the racing, you know, she's been doing this for a while. And then so they've added Corvette racing to her portfolio as well. The big push that we're hearing is that they want to expand the level of engineering and technical direction and put more emphasis on technology transfer. Corvette Racing already did that very well anyway. I think this is just an attempt to unify all those sports car racing programs under one leadership role. And then that person is responsible for whatever they could take from that racing program and integrating it into the streetcars. We're obviously supporting her. We want her to do the best for Corvette Racing. Just have to see how it all shakes out. We hope that obviously the Corvette Racing community will take to her as well. I think the key is you just got to keep winning. You keep winning and all those feelings about Doug Feehan and some of the other drivers being let go, they all sort of just fade away as we celebrate these latest successes. You win and everything is good. And talking about Corvette racing, the 2021 season starts up here pretty soon at Daytona with a brand new lineup as well. Exactly. So there's actually a race on Sunday that'll determine the starting order for the Rolex 24 at Daytona. So they're doing things a little bit differently this year. The other difference is the roar used to be like weeks before the Daytona event. And now it's the same weekend just because of COVID. It gets everybody there together and ready to race. So it should be a good weekend. We've got some new guys, obviously, on the number four side with Nick Tandy and Alexander Sims. So it should be a good lineup again. Obviously, these guys are known quantities in terms of what their abilities are. They've said some good things, too, about Corvette, the C8R. So it should be a good weekend, and we're pretty excited to have racing back already. I'm looking forward to it, as a matter of fact. And it was interesting to hear that Nick Tandy says that the C8 is more stable than the Porsche 911 RSR. That was really, really a bold statement. Yeah, he also called it it's an endurance racing machine, which I put in quotes right away. I thought that was really good. Wow. Yeah, in this conversation, you know, he was talking about they would drive that 911 on the edge. And he doesn't really get that same feeling of being on the edge in the C8R. 
So you get a guy comfortable and happy in a car and they can do all kinds of things with it. So it'll be interesting. We're obviously rooting for Nick in Corvette Racing, and we'd really like to see more success on the number four car this year. Absolutely right. And speaking of that Porsche 911 RSR, WeatherTech Racing is going to campaign for that RSR to get into GTLM next year. Yeah, correct. So, I mean, it's actually next week. What they've done is they were a GTD car last year, so they've moved up to the GTLM category. We'll have six cars racing at Daytona, so two Corvettes, two BMWs, a Ferrari from Ferrari Competizone, and then the WeatherTech Porsche. So a pretty good class for this. Glad to have that kind of competition. We're glad we're not racing ourselves. The competition should be good. Cooper McNeil is going to be the main driver. Then he's also got some other Porsche Works drivers that will be doing the other driving duty. So they're going to come in, they're going to be tough, and they're going to be the underdog. So you got to kind of watch out for them. I know that's a great class and a great way to start 2021 racing. Also, Keith, we're hearing rumors of maybe Corvette racing switch classes? Yeah, this is interesting. Again, this is all because of the uncertainty that we've talked about in sports car racing around the world. You know, I was checking out WEC, the World Endurance Championship. They only have four GTLM cars that are racing this year. So it's not just something that's happening here in IMSA. It's worldwide. So there's different conversations going on. We've talked about this previously. Should they go GT3 as a way to put out customer cars as well as then support a racing program around a GT3 program? Or do they go with the new kind of unified prototype version, the LMDH car? If they did that, then they could compete for the overall win at Le Mans. So that's obviously very appealing as well. We know that Corvette Racing previously, about 10 or 15 years ago, actually was dabbling in an idea of maybe doing a prototype to race for the overall win. I think when the Cadillacs came on with the DPI programs, that kind of pushed that to the side a little bit. But with all this uncertainty about the future of it, it obviously makes sense to look at all the options. If we do go LMDH, it kind of takes away from the customer-centric cars, but at the same time, you're racing against those icons of performance the Actors, the Porsches, probably Toyota. So it would be some fun racing, that's for sure. Well, keep us up on what's going on because that could be very, very big. Yep. And finally, in our racing and rumors section, GM is working possibly on a Corvette-branded electric SUV that might come out in 2025, and they had a presentation at the CES by General Motors on it. Isn't that right? So the Consumer Electronics Show was held about a week and a half ago, I believe, and uh, General Motors made a presentation they showed off a whole bunch of concept SUVs and trucks in the background as one of the segments was going on. So, yeah, there's been some speculation there. You know, the automakers pledged $27 billion to build 30 EVs by 2025. Wow. And they're going to do that not by just taking cars and, and they're going to do these EV versions of cars that we already have. And so one of the questions is, should they expand that EV lineup and try to make a brand out of Corvette, which is something that's been talked about forever. I know Bob Lutz was a huge proponent of making Corvette a brand when he was the vice president back in the early 2000s. So there's some precedent there. There's already been some thinking about it. Obviously, we've seen Porsche make a really nice lineup of cars that all started from their 911. So I'm actually a proponent of it. I say, why not? People love Corvette. Most Corvette owners have other vehicles that they drive. I was talking to Dave at Kerbeck, 
And he tells me that these people come to pick up their new Corvettes. They're always getting out of SUVs and crossovers. Yeah. So why not a Corvette branded crossover? I think it's a good idea. And again, we're talking the electric and the autonomous vehicle division. So there's tons of money to play there. I think it would be a good thing for Corvette to be in the mix of that. That could be very cool, buddy. I'd like it. And I'd like to see Corvette be its own brand. That's been needed for a long, long time. Yeah, it would be interesting. And again, it just would open up so many other doors. And, you know, it doesn't have to be a pure Corvette. It could be powered by Corvette. I don't want to just slap a logo on it either because it obviously has some credentials on performance. But it would really expand the lineup. And I think people would get excited about it. Absolutely right. Keith, let's take our final break. In in segment number three, we're going to talk about the lighter side of Corvette on Corvette Today. VetFinders.com is the Internet's original Corvette classified ads website with classified ads starting at just $25. And every ad runs until your Corvette is sold. If you're in the market for a Corvette, VetFinders.com has over 500 Corvettes for sale from all around the USA and Canada and covering all eight generations. Visit VetFinders.com, the Internet's destination for buying and selling Corvettes. That's V-E-T-T-E Finders.com. Hey, honey, are you awake? Mm, I am now. I can't sleep. Since turning 50, I keep dreaming of a red door and a blue door, somehow knowing there are only choices for retirement. Okay. Through the red door, we outlive our money. We have to rely on our kids. We're stuck on a fixed income. It's terrifying. Yeah, that would suck. But through the blue door, our money outlives us. We retire on our terms. Our kids stay our kids, not our caretakers. We make work optional. Yes, that's much better. That's what I want to, but what do we do? We call True Wealth and Company at 913-653-8783. They specialize in helping successful people make work optional. They're our fiduciary Blue Door personal wealth managers. Hey, where are you going? It's 3 a.m. I can't sleep. I'm going to check out True Wealth and Company online at retirewithtrue.com. That Blue Door is going to be our retirement. 913-653-8783. Visit us online at retirewithtrue.com. Investment advice offered through True Wealth and Company, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Kansas. You're listening to the Corvette Today podcast with Steve Garrett. Hey, I appreciate you listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. Thanks for tuning in. With me today, as we do every other week to keep you up on the latest news and headlines in the world of Corvette, is Keith Cornett from Corvette Blogger. In this segment, which is segment number three, we're going to talk about the lighter side of Corvette. Keith, there is a guy in Georgia that won a Corvette in the Georgia lottery, but he can't get the dealer to pay up. What's going on with that? (laughs) Actually, it's a little more complicated than that, Steve. So Georgia Lottery has a game called Corvettes in Cash, and it's a scratch-off card. You pay five bucks for it, and a guy named Dennis Kaler won the Corvette. So he went and turned it into the lottery division at Georgia, and they said, great, well, we're going to start and looking for a car for you now. Oh, no. They were working with the area Chevrolet dealers, and none of them are willing to give up an allocation because, for the most part, all sold. They're all customer orders that are sold, and so now you're trying to bring in somebody that's going to jump the line, and dealers aren't having it. So kudos to them for sticking to their guns over their own customers. It looks like there was one dealer that said, yeah, we can probably get you an allocation, and it'll come third quarter or fourth quarter later this year. Okay. Again, it's a hot car, but if you're not in the industry, you might not realize just how hot it is. And so, yeah, why couldn't you just go down to the local Chevrolet dealer and pick up a car? Note to self, Georgia Lottery, get the Corvette lined up before you put the lottery tickets out for everybody to buy. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. And this has been kind of a fun story, too. 
I've actually seen it everywhere. I don't talk about stats a lot, but this was our most viewed story ever, which is kind of funny. And again, I think people are drawn to the fact that it's a Corvette and how hot it is. And I also think that when you win something, you know, you just really want to get everything you can out of it. And now this guy has to wait. You know, it's okay. He'll get his car and he'll be driving it soon. The anticipation will kill him, but that's okay. He'll still get his car. (laughs) He says he knows what he wants, so that's half the battle right there. Good. Hey, in the C7 section, a 2019 ZR1, which I still drool over every day to this day, runs a quarter mile in 9.592 seconds. That's awesome. That car was smoking. So it's got a couple mods. I think they've got some upper and lower pulleys put on there. It's got a different fuel system on it. There's no conversation in the article about how much horsepower it was making. But yeah, it cracked the nine second barrier pretty easily. And I think it ran 9.5. So again, just to have a nine second car with just barely a few modifications out of the gate. It's just a fantastic model. We had an article about, would you choose a 2019 Corvette ZR1 or a loaded 2020 C8? The ZR1, I think, is overwhelming overall just because it's a one-year car. It's got a special motor in it. And you can't get it anymore, but you still can get a C8. I think a lot of people out there wishing, boy, I wish I was one of those 2,000-some car owners that had that in their garage. Well, like I said, buddy, I'm still drooling over the 2019 C7 ZR1, so I can understand why that pull is overwhelmingly with the 2019 ZR1. Also, you're going to have to explain this one to me because the SEMA Garage was hosting a 2020 Corvette measuring session. What is a Corvette measuring session? So this allows aftermarket providers to have access to a car. Oh. They can do laser measuring and test fitting us some parts to see if their designs are working on it. Or they get all their measurements so they can, they can go back and make their own designs. SEMA is a group that allows people to come in and look at these cars. They have other cars as well that they do. It's just one of these things that's pretty cool. You know, you can go in, and get your measuring system, and then come home, set up shop. You're building parts for the car. And we've seen a lot of that already. A lot of these new aftermarket parts out there are just mom and pops that had an idea and said, you know, why are we doing this for the C8? So let's come up with these new things. And that's what they're doing. So pretty cool, I thought. So we went ahead and wrote that up. I never knew that there was something like that. So Right, yeah. I've learned something new for this podcast, Keith. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Also, Motor Trend reviews the C8 with a 1LT interior. How did that turn out? You know, they really like the car. And there's really, again, what you're giving up with the 1LT versus the 2LT is a lot of the safety features, the cross-traffic alerts, the lane departures. You get the rearview mirror. But the 1LT is just rich with features. I actually like the way you can get it in three colors. You can also do, like, the black dash with red seats. I think it looks very well. There's really not a lot of major compromises if you're doing a 1LT versus a 2LT just because of what's already inherent in the car. It's a great review. They really talk it up. Um, Let me find a quote here for you. They talk about how everything's durable, feels good. Chevy does things where, you know, in front of the mode selector, there's three sets of buttons there for three different options, like if you have front lift. But if you don't have front lift, they don't put a button there. So you're not feeling like, look at all these empty buttons that are on here that I don't have anything to do with. They just don't have them. So again, they've really taken a step and wanted to give that person the 1LT experience. They wanted to give that person the full Corvette experience at that base price of the 59995 
Very nice. And I know that in podcast number 32, which was with Executive Chief Engineer Taj Juchter, Taj said that one of the things that they wanted to do for the C8 was have no plastic, all leather in the interior. And I think that really bodes well and comes through with that Motor Trend review as well. Yeah. And what we've seen previously, too, is like right now, we said, you know, the 3LT is the hot one. It's got all this new money coming into it. But once Corvette sales actually, the hotness kind of wears off and, you know, dealers are able to order cars and get them in stock and stuff, we will see that 1LT rise. And in fact, it happens every generation. By the end of the C7 generation, the 1LT Stingray, I think, was sold by 55 or 60% of all those Stingrays sold. As the model matures, we have these people that are reaching and getting into the car and that 1LT really makes it happen. Absolutely right. Also, in podcast number 17 of Corvette Today, I interviewed my buddy Ken Lingenfelter from Lingenfelter Performance Engineering, and they've introduced a lowering kit for the C8, which is terrific. Yes, they have these lowering collars that you install, and then they allow the maximum of 0.75 on the front. And if you have front lift, you can't really lower the car without these aftermarket collars. So that's why we're starting to see these proliferations of lowering kits out there. There's a reason why they're out there. Some people love to lower their vehicles. You know, it increases the look of the stance of the car, and they like to get rid of the wheel gap wherever possible. So it's just one of these things. It's a user preference. But at $99 plus installation, you know, that's not bad at all for somebody that really wants it and also has the front lift system. I'm in that group as well, Keith. So thank you, Ken Langenfelter. I appreciate you making a lowering kit for the C8. Also, there's a 1984 Corvette that's billed as the world's fastest Corvette, and it was donated to the National Corvette Museum, which is great. It really is. We're getting some interesting cars. Again, this is kind of the focus of the museum of trying to bring in more of the history of the car. So this is a Bonneville Speed Car, 1988, I believe. It ran 270.04 and set the record for Corvettes there. So if you see a picture of it, it's got the parachute on the back. It's red, white, and blue livery. It looks really cool. It'll be a great addition to the Corvette's racing display area. If you're a fan of racing and you're a gamer, Forza Horizon 4, the video game, now has a C8 Corvette in it, too. And I tell you what, if you go to YouTube, like every day I go to YouTube and I search Corvette, and now it's all these Forza 4 videos. It's crazy. <laughs> and sometimes you think, is that real? You look at it initially, and then as soon as you start watching it, yeah, okay, I get it. It's not real. But, boy, some of those screenshots and grabs, these cars are so much more lifelike today than they were a few years ago. So with the Forza 4, you just can't go get the car. You actually have to do some challenges to win it. Oh. But once you do, you can have all kinds of fun in it. So, uh, like I said, it, there's videos all over YouTube on it. If that's something you're into and you like gaming a little bit, I would definitely check it out. Very nice. I'm not a gamer myself, but boy, that sounds like fun. And it's neat that you have to win the car before you can just pick it and select it and then race. So I like that. Yeah, that's right. Our final story is about a General Motors designer penciling a future Corvette that maybe, just maybe, be a C9. It looked pretty cool. Yeah, so General Motors Design Studio has an Instagram account. And if you know these designers, they're always drawn, you know, they just don't draw one model and that's it. You know, there's hundreds and hundreds of sketches that they do. So they've been just releasing a couple sketches here and there on Instagram. These are just concepts, you know, these cars would never make it past any bean counter as they're drawn. But again, it's the overall conception that people are looking for. And then, of course, the feedback, what do you get from it? So we say that is this could be a C9 design. Well, it's a good place to start. 
It certainly looks like a Corvette, although it also heard some people saying it kind of looks like that old Oldsmobile Aurora, Oh, I think was the name of it. But, you know, again, that's what the eye believes. You know, as you look at these things, there's all sorts of interpretations. But if you like these kinds of designs and sketches, I would definitely check out the General Motors Design Studio on Instagram. I'm going to do that. I've not signed up to follow them, but I definitely want to get that done once we get done with our podcast today. And also, you can see the design on CorvetteBlogger.com. Yeah, all the stories that we talked about today are on CorvetteBlogger.com. You can use tags or the search function to find something specific as well. That's great. Keith, thanks for being here today. We will see you in two weeks, and we'll have some more news and headlines here on Corvette Today. Sounds great, Steve. We're looking forward to it. And as always, we see you on the road. Keep waving. Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today. And thanks to our flagship sponsors, too. Make sure you take advantage of these great podcast discounts from Haltech Systems. You can get 11% off with the code CT11. Use that online at H-A-L-L-T-E-C-H systems.com or call them at 262-965-4300. Also, Apsis USA. Get 10% off online at APSISUSA.com or call them at 1-800-68-APSIS and mention the Corvette Today podcast to get your 10% discount. You've been listening to Corvette Today with Steve Garrett. If you'd like to contact Steve with any thoughts on the podcast or ideas for guests on Corvette Today, you can email him at stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. That's stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. Garrett has two R's and two T's. Or connect with Steve on social media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram using at Steve Garrett DJ. Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today.